Our anything. Let them be bound. Let them be bound. I bind them now. I destroy them now. I destroy them now. But the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, 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 Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, fire, I command them to the abyss. I command them to the abyss. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says that where two or three comes together in my name, Jesus said that there I am in their midst. Also this morning, know that yes, Jesus Christ is here in the name of Jesus, Holy Ghost is here. God Almighty is here. We are in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Last night, uh, I, I, I was in prayer, driving in prayer, joining us in prayer when I was driving. Had a wonderful hours of prayers, hours of prayers. Then even the message of last night was very, 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 very powerful. I was so blessed. You know, some of those uh, sermons are just worth to listen and listen again. And I wonder when I was listening that time during the, the evening service, I felt so much blessed. Because the word of God is forever powerful. Hallelujah. Amen. Then we thank God this morning. Um, we are in this uh, intense service prayer. Intense service. The Holy Ghost service. We thank God he have helped us to pray again. Because it's such a, a privilege to be able to pray. Because the life and the blessings of the child of God starts in prayer. Your, your time of prayer, their time of spending our time with God is like the time to mine things out of the presence of God. To mine things out, out of the glory of God. Then when you have got this opportunity, this is how, this is how you get, where you take your you are, you are blessing out of the presence of God. This is how you manage, where you, we manage our lives. We manage our life in the presence of God. We manage our life in the time of prayer. The time of prayer. It's not spend, time spent in prayer. is never wasted but invested. That's how it is then, you know, this kind of prayer, some of us, we, we can show that after this prayer, this is what happened in my life. After this, when I pray like this, this is what happened in my life. Every, we, do, we never pray in vain. We never spend our time in the glory of God, our time in the presence of God for nothing. There are certain kind of prayer when you do them, you just know that after this I must reap. 
after this, uh, I, I must get a wonderful surprise. After, I don't know whether I'm talking to somebody. Amen. But it, that's how it is. Some certain prayers, when you do them, things begin to move on our behalf. Anyway, this morning I want to go through the Word of God. Just few Word of God, even though tonight, to this morning, the focus, much of it was in prayer. And we thank God we have prayed, but let us go through the Word of God. From the book of Mark, chapter 5, verse number 15. The Bible says that when they came to Jesus, they saw the man who was possessed by the legion of demons sitting there, dressed in his right mind. They were afraid. Those who had seen it told the people that what has happened to the demon-possessed man and told about the pigs as well. Then the people began to plead with Jesus to leave the region. As Jesus was getting into the boat, a man who had been demon-possessed begged him not to, to go with him. Jesus did not let him, but said, Go home to your own people. Tell them how much the Lord has done for you, how he has had mercy on you. So the man went away and began to tell in Decapolis how much Jesus has done for him. All people were amazed. When Jesus had, had again crossed over the boat to the other side of the lake, the large crowd gathered around him while he was by the lake. We're going to start very well. From verse number 15 of Mark chapter 5. The Bible says that when he, they came to Jesus, they saw the man who had been demon-possessed by legion of demons sitting there dressed in his right mind. And uh, they were afraid. I, wanna, I want us to start this very well. You know, first of all, when we start in the book of Mark chapter 5 from the beginning, we are introduced to this man in, in a different state. The Bible says that there was a man in the beginning there. There was a man, this man, because of his calamity, who was staying in the graveside, who was living in the tombs. A man whom when they try to chain him with chains, he will break the chains. And um, everybody was scared of this man. And of course, it was because he was tormented by these spirits. 6,000 demons. But the Bible says now, when Jesus Christ have dealt with the problem of this man, in verse number 15, the Bible says that the same man who used to live by the graveside, the Bible says that People were amazed. People were surprised because they saw the man who was possessed by legion dressed this time. It's like I can, in, in the beginning of this chapter, it's like I can see him. In chapter 1, maybe he was not even wearing clothes. In chapter 1, maybe he was wearing dirty clothes. 
turned up clothes, tattered clothes. His life was a mess. He was totally isolated. Nobody could call close to him because nobody could tie him. Nobody. His life, he did not even have life. You can't even say that he had life. He did not even have a life. He did not even have life. But when Jesus Christ have done with him, the Bible said that the man was dressed. Oh, parabason talaba. The men who they regarded that he was crazy. That's what they used to say. To them, they did not know that he was, it was because of the evil spirits. They did not know that it was because of demons. To them, he was crazy. He was insane. That's what they used to think. But when Jesus Christ was done with him, the Bible said that he was dressed and he was in the right mind. Child of God, I don't know. What is the situation? The situation which is a mess in your life. Which is a mess in your life. That people mock you about it. That some people, they look at it, they see this, that this is a mess in your life. They think it's a mess. Maybe you, you see this is a mess. You see, this is this. You even think this cannot be rectified because everybody who sees a man with a tattered clothes, with a messed up, a man living in a grave, everybody when they see this kind of a man, they think it's over. His freedom, maybe they think, is when he die. They think maybe the day he die, that's when he's going to be free. They, that's what they think. They give up on this man. But Jesus Christ did not give up on this man. Because unto Jesus it is not over until God says it's over. Others, they used to kneel this man as a man who lived in a tomb. That's what they used to know. But Jesus Christ saw a potential. And he brings something wonderful, something great out of this man's life. I'm trying to say to you, child of God, does it matter what you've been going through? Does it matter what is they call a mess? Does it matter what they call unchangeable? But I'm trying to say to you this morning, it is not over. Until God says it's over, what Jesus Christ has done for this man who have given up and everybody have given up, he can do it for you. As the Bible says that Jesus Christ is still the same. Yesterday, today, and forever, he have never said goodbye. He can do it for you today. Don't give up. You, things are not going to die a mess. You are not going to die yet. God is still going to do something great. Something wonderful, something powerful. That's why the Bible said that this man, he was dressed. The man, he was, for the first time, after many years, he was dressed. Even for this man to dress was a miracle. For this man to be, they say that the word of God said, he was dressed. Because he could not, I have seen people like this. 
I have seen people like this. People who they think, people who people think that they cannot dress. But I'm trying to say to you, it doesn't matter who that person is. You will be that situation will be dressed in Jesus' name. And the Bible says that he was in the right mind. Ha! Hey, he was in the right mind. He was restored. I'm trying to say to you, that situation, that problem, you are going to be restored in that sectors of your life in Jesus' name. I say we are getting restored in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. He was in the right mind. The Bible says that. Let us go on in verse number 16 of Mark chapter 5. The Bible says that those who have seen it told the people, what has happened in the demon-possessed man and told him what they've happened about the pigs. Then the people begin to plead with Jesus to leave the region. And as Jesus getting into the boat, the men who have been demon-possessed begged him to go. I want you to, to go with him. I want you to see the two scenario. The Bible says that there were two, two people here. The people who used to live in, we can say this place is called Gadara, or Gezarinis, which is almost Gadara. Then the people there, there were people from the village, number one, and there were people who were looking after the pigs. But the Bible says that when Jesus Christ commanded the spirit and said, Come out! Actually, he didn't say, he said, go! And those 6,000 demons come out of those men. Of that man. When those 6,000 demons came out of the man, the Bible says, there were pigs. Actually, before that, there were pigs. And these demons, when Jesus Christ wanted to cast them out, Knowing that Jesus Christ is about to cast them out of this demon-possessed man of Gadara. The Bible says that those demons begged them, begged Jesus. As those demons begged Jesus, the Bible says that they said that, please don't cast us out of Gadara. You can cut, cast out of a man, but don't cast out, out of Gadara. And the reason why... They do not want to be casted out of Gadara. It was because these were principalities and these were territorial spirit. They said that you can cast out of a man, but please, they are begging Jesus, don't cast out of Gadara because Gadara was the place where they used to operate. Gadara was the territory, their territory. Then they're begging Jesus, don't cast out us of Gadara. Please, you can cast out of the man, but please don't cast out of Gadara. But the Bible said that Jesus Christ said, go! And because they were asking to go to the peaks who were there in Gadara. And the Bible said that when those spirits were casted out, 
The man fell down. The demon left him. As the demon has, has left him. The Bible said they went and entered the pigs. But 6,000 demons. Which these 6,000 demons. Um, could, could actually stay in one man. They could not. I want to tell you. I want, I want to tell you even how many pigs were there. The Bible said. The Bible actually stipulated. Six, about 2,000 pigs could not handle them. But this demon could stay in one man. But they're asking to go to the pit. In which Jesus said, say, go. And as they go, 2,000 pigs could not handle them. I want to show you the verse. La krata bazonta la bahaka. Hallelujah. Amen. Say fire, yeah, 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 yeah. Fire, yeah, 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 yeah. I love the word of God. I love the word of God. I'm enjoying the word of God. I'm enjoying the word of God. Verse number 13 of Mark chapter 5. The Bible says, He gave them the permission and the impure spirit came out and went into the pigs. They had about 2,000 in number and rushed the deep bank into the lake and drowned. You see, 6,000 demons are in one person and are enjoying. They were enjoying on that man. They were enjoying ruling Gadara. Enjoying causing problems in Gadara. Enjoying stealing, killing and destroying in Gadara. Because a man have got the authority that God have given to a man. But they go to the pig. They think maybe that what they need is only the bodies. When they were begging Jesus that, oh, please, uh, can we, when you cast us out, can, when you cast out us of this man, please, don't just cast out us. Don't, don't send us to many, many places. Can we enter the pigs? Then to these spirits, they thought what they only need is a body. They thought what they only need is bodies. In which Jesus Christ allowed them to enter the bodies. When they enter the body of the pigs, they realize it is not the same to be in the body of a, of a human being and to be in the body of the pigs. When they enter the pigs, they realize how useless it is to be in the pig. <laughs> That's when they went and killed the pigs. They committed suicide, those, all those pigs. Because the Bible says, the pigs, the, let me tell you this, these pigs were normal pigs. These pigs were be, behaving well, they were just grazing, eating around. But when Jesus Christ said, go, the Bible said, the, the demon out of a man, you see, there were people heading these pigs, looking after them. Immediately the spirit went out of the man and he became fine. And immediately the pigs which were behaving well begin to be crazy. Immediately. 
They begin to be crazy. They begin to be uncontrollable. They begin to misbehave. And they begin to, to think about things they were not thinking before because of the spirit, demonic spirit, and went and killed themselves. Imagine the pigs were behaving. They could maybe, you know, some head men. They've got good strategy. They just make signs and whatever they're looking for after, obey. But when the demonic spirit entered them, oh, they could not listen. They could not listen. They could not obey instruction. They just went and committed all of them because the demons were no longer comfortable. They realized, oh, it is not as nice as to be comfortable as to be in the human body in the pigs because pigs they don't have authority that's only thing they could do is to commit suicide hallelujah Amen. and when that have happened the bible said the head man watched that and said ah huh? that man is well the pigs were crazy and the pigs are dead they were so scared of jesus and the Bible said that when people from, from Gadara came, asking what have happened, because they knew these men live in the graveyard. They knew these men have been in the graveyard, but now they see the pigs are dead. What have happened? They said, no, actually, the problem is this one. This one spoke, the demons were speaking. He casted it out. That one is fine, but the pigs are dead. So what? He, what did he do? How did he do? He only spoke a word. They said, no, Jesus, please. Can you please go before you cause more trouble in our region? They lacked revelation. They did not know that the one who have arrived is wonderful. Counselor, mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Bring peace to Gadara. Then they, then they think he's a destroyer. No, he's a destroyer to the kingdom of the devil. He's not the destroyer of Gadara. He's the one who's bringing peace and prosperity in Gadara. But to them, they Amen. lack the revelation. They lack revelation. You know, sometimes when we went out to preach, there are some people, you know, I remember one time I went to this other clinic to preach and this other nurse said, ah, you didn't even ask me to preach here and you are praying for people. Don't ever come back to this clinic. They think we are coming to confuse people or to do this or that. Not knowing that we are bringing peace. We are bringing prosperity. We are bringing health. We are bringing protection. They don't know. There are, some, there are people without revelation like that. They don't know that Jesus Christ said that. How beautiful are the feet of those who bring the good juice. How beautiful. That's why you will, you will see the world, the certain country, so angry about the certain men of God. They say, this man is coming to rob our country. Not knowing that, no. Wherever we are sent, our feet are, are carrying the good news. The Bible said that when He have sent us, He said that when you enter the house, if they allow you, if they allow you to enter that house, you must say, "Peace be with you," because you carry the blessing. 
But people, people, there are people who are like people of Gadara who doesn't understand that no, we carry the blessing. You allow the man of God to enter that house. That house is going to be blessed. Then here now, it's not even the man of God. It is God himself. It is Jesus himself who have come to deliver Gadara. Who have come to set free Gadara. Who is about to release prosperity in Gadara. But they say, man of God, go, please leave our region. Before you cause many trouble. Can't you know? The man of God is not their problem. The man of God is their blessing and is their trouble to their troubler. There are people like that. Amen. Sometimes they saw us posting, they saw us preaching the gospel. They think this one, he want, they want popularity. What popularity? We don't care about it. We are not looking for one. But God has sent us to bring blessings. God has sent us to bring healing. To bring deliverance, to bring jobs and prosperity. But to those without revelation, there was a man of God. He's ah, ah, he's too much. He's forever praying. He's wasting my time. Can't you know? We want God to bless you. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. That's why the people of Gadara, because. They are spiritually blind and they are spiritually dead. When they see Jesus, they think it's a troublemaker. They think it's a troublemaker. They think he's coming with a problem. Can't you know? He's coming with blessings. He's coming with healing. He's coming with deliverance. I'm telling you, if they could have welcomed Jesus in Gadara, many wonderful things was going to happen in that country. Many people were going to be healed. Many people were going to be delivered. Many people were going to be blessed. If they welcome Jesus. Then how many people are doing the same mistake? That when they see Jesus, whether Jesus appearing, Jesus appearing through his servants. And they say that, hey, 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 servant of God, go. Can't you know? They are, they, they. Antino, they are, they are hiding their parasites. They are accommodating their parasites. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Yes, you, you chase out the men of God, you accommodate your demons. You accommodate your problems. You allow the men of God in your life, the servant of God in your life. Hey! You are chasing out your problem. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. But they did not have a revelation. But I want to show you something there. The Bible says that, yes, Jesus Christ, in verse number 18, as Jesus Christ, Jesus was getting into the boat, the man who had been demon-possessed begged to go with him. The man of, this man who was demon-possessed had now a revelation. Now we have seen the power of God. The Bible said that he wanted to go with Jesus. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. He wanted to go with Jesus. It was like, no. Uh-uh. 
I have seen his glory. I have seen his power. I must go with him. Wherever he goes, I must go. This is the person who has seen God. This is the person who has seen the revelation of God. This is what you must do. I remember the story of Naomi and uh, and Ruth. The Bible said that Naomi was married was married to the to the sons of Ruth. As Naomi was married to the sons of Ruth, but the sons of Ruth died. And the Bible says that, you know, because there were two wives of the two of the brothers. The brothers have died. Ruth said, no, I want to go back to my country. As I'm going back to my country, you can go back as you want to. And the Bible said that, Naomi said that, no, where you go, I want to go. Where you want to go, want me to go, I will go with you. I'm not going to let you go. Where you go, I go. And the Bible says that, yes. But as you go with Ruth, she had a wonderful future. She's even the she's now even in the genealogy of Jesus Christ. Because she saw a blessing and never let it go. That's what every child of God must do. When you see Jesus, you must never let him go. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. As a child of God, you must reach a level where you are not after Jesus because I'm... Uh, you see, we are not after Jesus because we are looking for a job. We are not after Jesus because we are looking for this or for that. But in him we live. In him we move. In him we have our being. And is our way, our truth, and our life. That means we must never ever let Jesus go. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Never ever let him go. The Bible says that Jesus said, okay, I'm going, but you must be left. But when you are left behind, go and tell others about what God have you have experienced about God. Indeed, the Bible says the men of Gadara went out and began to preach, begin to speak. Oh, this is wonderful. The Bible says, that means, what was Jesus going to do in Gadara? These men end up doing in Gadara. Because many people were amazed. Many people, they see Jesus because of what? Of this man of Gadara, the demoniac of Gadara. He was now a preacher in Gadara. That's what you must do. I don't know whether I'm talking to somebody. Once you have seen God in your life, You have been ordained to speak for him. You have been ordained to represent him. To talk about his great works in your life. Hallelujah. That's how much we owe him. We owe him to do that. As he has saved your life. As you have saved your life. As the Bible said that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So that whoever believes upon him shall be saved and have everlasting life. You have believed upon him and you have received everlasting life. 
After when you have received everlasting life, we ought to live for him. Hallelujah. Amen. We have to talk for him. Hallelujah. Amen. So that you can say, when you see me like this, it's because of what Jesus Christ has done in my life. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. And you say, this is Jesus Christ has done one, have done two, have done three in my life. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes, God is giving us the grace to talk for him. To represent him. You know, I was so touched yesterday that this man, that I, I, it happened that I'm working with him now. He said that after this few days, just after I arrived this month, he's telling me that, do you know what I'm doing now? I'm even having a time of prayer with my family. The same thing happened on the other province when he arrived there. That man, yes, we have prayed for him. We have seen many miracles in his life. But after that, also him, he began to have services in his house. Why? We have talked for him. We have been representing him. And they are seeing the God's glory in our days and in our life in the name of Jesus. Amen. And it's going to happen more through your miracle. Uh, 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 uh. I'm trying to say, child of God, God is about to give you another big miracle, another big testimony, another, I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. In such a way, after that miracle, he will be saying that you must testify for him. You must talk for him. And as you do, the Bible says that when this man of Gadara did that, many people believed. I want to just read it as we are wrapping up this morning. The Bible says that, so verse number 20, So the man went away, began to tell in Decapolis how much Jesus has done for him. And all the people were amazed. I'm trying to say that what God is about to do for us, what God is about to do for you, the testimony that God is about to give you, whoever will hear it will be shocked in Jesus' name. Whoever is about to hear what God is about to hear do for us will say that indeed Jesus Christ is the same. Yesterday, Today and forever. Hallelujah. Amen. God is about to give each and every one of us something good about him that you're going to go and tell people about it. Amen. Anyway, because of time, can you say my day is blessed? My day is blessed. My family is blessed. My family is blessed. My career is blessed. My career is blessed. Our countries are blessed. Everything is turning around for my good. Everything is turning around. 
before my time. I will not die before my time. I will never be sick in my life. I will never be poor in my life. I will never be broke in my life. Prosperity is mine. Say, devil, take off your hands. From my life, from my family, from my career, from my everything. Say, I lose angels now. Angels, bring my happiness. My miracles, my testimonies, my blessings, my jobs, my money, my favor, my jobs, my jobs. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Let us share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Be with us all. Be with us all. Surely goodness and love shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. And uh, I want to just say this. Uh, today we're going to be having a special service. The special service of jobs in the afternoon. This afternoon, that means in the next hour, in the eight, about 11, of course, to, to that midday service about jobs of our choice, conditions of our choice, at the place of our choices. And at the same time, we're saying that we're not going to die before our time. We're not going to lose lives. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. And uh, we're believing for God for no interviews. And we are doing prayer for our also TV ministry in the name of Jesus Christ. Um, and uh, also just as a testimony uh, I, one, I think it was on, on Monday when we were in prayer I just got that I've got uh, this other interview I have to do they are saying that I must do it before tomorrow with a wonderful company a wonderful position 
but it's a part of those things that we have to be choosing. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to say to you this morning, have a blessed and a wonderful day in Jesus' name. Bye-bye, everybody. Any challenge? Any challenge? Anything against us? Anything against us? Our lives? Our lives? Our families? Our, our careers? Our careers? Our countries, our countries, our anything, our anything, let them be bound, let them be bound, I bind them now, I bind them now, I destroy I them now. Them. I destroyed, I destroyed them. But the blood of Jesus, 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 Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, fire, 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 I command them to the abyss. I command I command them to the abyss. Say God Almighty, you are holy. God Almighty. You are wonderful. You are wonderful. You are glorious. You are glorious. I love you so much. I love you so You are God of Abraham. You are God of Abraham. God of Isaac. God of Isaac. God of Jacob. God of Jacob. I worship you. I Say, Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, Lord Jesus Christ. You are my Lord. You are my Lord. You are my Savior. You are my Savior. Wash me with your blood. Wash, wash me with your blood. Forgive me my sins. Forgive, Forgive me, my sister. Bless me today. Bless, Bless me today. Say, Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, Lord Jesus Christ. You are, you are wonderful. You are wonderful. Counselor. Counselor. Mighty God. Mighty God, everlasting Father, everlasting Father, 
Say wonderful Holy Ghost. Wonderful Holy Ghost. I surrender to you. I surrender to you. I open my heart. I open my heart. I open my spirit. I open my spirit. Teach me your word. Teach me your word. Reveal to me. Reveal to me. Your divine revelations. Your divine revelations. In the name of Jesus. In the name of the Bible says that where two or three comes together in my name, Jesus Christ said that there I am in their midst. Also tonight, know that yes, Jesus Christ is here. The Holy Ghost is here. God Almighty is here. We are in the presence of God. And we will have a privilege to sing unto God tonight. As the praises goes up, His glory comes down. Let us get ready to sing unto God tonight. Likrata pason tarabayade. Rakito pason tolobo. Mandarabashande. Likrata pason tarabayade. I want everybody to stand right now, everybody. We, we just want you to know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
And also tonight we'll be going straight to the word of God and the word of testimonies tonight. Amen. Amen. Our testimony reads answers instantly here. There is a young lady in South Africa who called for prayer. She was suffering from ulcers. She had gone to the pharmacy to get medication earlier during the day, but she was still in pain even after taking the medication. Pastor Robert prayed for her over the phone, and the pain instantly left her after prayer. Glory to God, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Our announcements are as follows every morning at half past six. From Monday to Friday, we have our morning prayer which is followed, uh, which is on at 7 a.m. on Saturdays and Sundays. Our midday service starts at 5 to 12. Then we have our evening service, which starts at half past 6 every night. Our midnight prayer starts at 5 to 12 every night. And we also have our weekly prayer and fasting, which is on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. The details of the fasting are shared on our different WhatsApp groups. Amen. And to those who want to partake in the blessings of the Lord through tithe and offerings, the banking details are shared on our different WhatsApp groups, on Messenger, as well as on our different Facebook platforms. Amen. Amen. Tonight we will get the word of God from the book of Psalm chapter 72 from verse 3 NIV. Psalm 72 from verse 3 reads as follows. May the mountains bring prosperity to the people. 
they heals the fruit of righteousness. May he defend the afflicted among the people and save the children of the needy. May he crush the oppressor. May he endure as long as the sun, as long as the moon through all generations. In his days, may the righteous flourish and prosperity abound till the moon is no more. May he rule from sea to sea and from the river to the ends of the earth. May the desert tribes bow before him and his enemies. Lick the dust. May May the desert tribes bow before him and his enemies lick the dust. May the kings of Tarshish and of distant shores bring tribute to him. May the kings of Sheba and Seba present him gifts. Amen. I will also read Mark chapter 5 from verse 7. It reads as follows. He shouted at the top of his voice. What do you want with me, Jesus, son of the most high God? In God's name, don't torture me. For Jesus had said to him, come out of this man, you impure spirit. Then Jesus asked him, what is your name? My name is Legion, he replied, for we are many. And he begged Jesus again, and again not to send them out of the area. A large herd of pigs was feeding on the nearby hillside. The demon begged Jesus, send us among the pigs, allow us to go into them. He gave them permission and the impure spirits came out and went into the pigs. They had about 2,000 in number rushed down the steep bank into the lake and were drowned. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Also tonight we'll be going straight to the word of God tonight. God tonight. Expecting the word of God to be taught with power power of the Holy Spirit, power to heal, power to bless, power to protect in the name of Jesus Christ. Let us go through the word of God from the book of um, Mark, Mark chapter 5 from verse number 7. The Bible says that he shouted at the top of his voice, what do you want to do? What do you want with me, Jesus, Son of the Most High? In God's name, don't torture me. Jesus said to him, Come out of this man, you impure spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. Actually, here we are hearing about the men of Gadara. 
the Bible talks about this man of Gadara was possessed by demons. Many, many demons. He was tormented by evil spirits, by demons. The Bible says that this man of Gadara, as he was tormented by these evil spirits, by these demons, the Bible says that nobody could tie this man of Gadara. That's how powerful this man of Gadara was because of this spirit. The Bible says that this man of Gadara, they used to try to tie him up. As they tried to tie him up, even by the chains, he used uh, to break those chains. That's why how that man was powerful because of those spirits. And because this man of Gadara, because of these demons, they used to cause this man to live in the, in the graveyard. This man, that's what, we are, what is found in the book of um, uh, Mark chapter 5, verse number 2 and verse number 3. The Bible says that when Jesus got out of the boat, the man, a man with an impure spirit came from the tomb, came from the graveyard. And this man lived in the tomb. He used to live in the graveyard. And um, no one could bind him anymore. Not even with chains, the Bible says, verse number, number three. You know, this man was possessed by demons. Not a demon. This man was possessed by demons. Not a demon. The Bible says that when Jesus Christ wanted to cast out, was casting these spirits out, he even asked them, Who are you? And the Bible said that they said that there are many. And um, how many these demons were? The Bible says that, verse number 9, Jesus asked them, what is your name? My name is a legion, for we are many. So that we are many, their name is legion. A legion means an army of 6,000. 6, then these demons were many. And were not many somewhere, were many in one person. That means this man was possessed by spirits. These spirits were living in this man. And I want to tell you something. This kind of a spirit is a territorial spirit. This kind of the spirit which were in this man of Gadara, these are the spirits which lives in a certain place. These are the spirits that control certain place. That means this is, these, spirits, these are the spirits of Gadara. These are the spirits of Gadara. And uh, they sit, they stay in this man in order to do things in Gadara. That means these are the, if we're talking about this kind of the spirit, these are the kind of the spirit that we say that 
first of all, they are territorial spirit, number one. Number two, you know, this man of Gadara was not just any man. This man of Gadara was what we called a principality of the kingdom of the devil. Because I want us to understand a certain principle. Spiritually, it is not allowed for a spirit to come into a place and begin to do things by itself. It is not allowed. That means for the spirit to operate here on earth, the spirit needs somebody whom it can agree with, whom it can stay upon. And after that, that spirit can begin to operate in agreement with that person. In agreement with that person. Hallelujah. That's why even when God wanted uh, to operate, even in the time of Jesus Christ, he came as a, Jesus came as a human being. And even when Jesus Christ was about to go, as Jesus Christ was about to go, he talks about the Spirit of God. His Spirit is going to come. And the Spirit of God will possess certain people who are the children of God in order for God to operate here on earth. That means even God, God cannot come here in this world without a body, without being in a bodily form and just begin to do things. That means in order for God to do some stuff in this world, God will look for somebody whom he can agree with in order to operate. Even in the same way in the kingdom of the devil, you won't just hear that, oh, there is a spirit which is causing problems somewhere or the spirit which is causing accidents somewhere. Most of the time for that spirit to operate and fulfill the will of the devil, that spirit must get somebody to live in to agree with in order to affect the surrounding. In order to affect the surrounding. Then when we talk about the man of Gadara, the man of Gadara was not a small man. The man of Gadara was not just a nobody. People, when they look at the man of Gadara, they think he was a crazy. When they look at the man of Gadara, they think he was useless. But the man of Gadara was a principality of the kingdom of darkness. He was a principality. Most of the problem that people were going through in Gadara, it was because of a man like this. Most of the challenges people who, what, what of the things that were happening in Gadara, it was because of men like this. Who the spirit have lived in. Who the spirit is, the spirits are agreeing in order to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Then the man of Gadara was a principality. That's why it's not one demon. That's why it's 6,000 demons. That's why they, they arrest him with chains. He breaks the chain. He breaks the chain. 
That's why these spirits, they were causing these men to live in graveyards. And I can tell you, this man, what do you think in, in the graveyard the men of Gadara was eating? These men like these, they were not even eating ordinary food. The spirits wanted to operate in Gadara. The demon wanted to operate in Gadara. And demons were doing a lot of things. Actually, if we read the chapter earlier, you realize that when Jesus Christ was coming to Gadara, there was even a storm. A storm which is called by the spirits of Gadara on this man. A storm, the storm which is coming in the boat when they were in the boat because... These spirits of Gadara saw that the Lord is coming to Gadara to destroy the devil's work. And these spirits begin to say that, no, Jesus must not arrive. If Jesus arrives, he's going to destroy their kingdom. If Jesus arrives, he's going to cast them out. That's why the Bible said that these spirits, when Jesus landed, he was not even praying. Jesus was not provoking this spirit. He was not even doing anything. But as Jesus landed, the Bible said that the men in the tombs begin to speak. The demons begin to speak. Hey, don't torment us before time. Why are you coming here? Because the spirits of Gadara were arrested. The spirits which was causing poverty in Gadara were arrested. The spirits which was causing stagnation in Gadara were arrested. The Lord was in a mission when he went to Gadara. He was going to destroy and to disarm Gadara. He was going to disarm the principalities of Gadara. I'm trying to tell you today, as the children of God, we have got a work as the children of God. Sometimes this work is it's what we call a spiritual warfare. Sometimes when you're in the spiritual world, spiritual world, spiritual warfare, you reach to the level where also you become a principality of the light. Because sometimes it's either you are, like you see this man, he was a principality of the kingdom of the devil. He was, the man of Gadara was not small. The man of Gadara was dangerous. Breaking the chains is just few things that he was doing in the physical. But the devil was using the man of Gadara to destroy Gadara. But the Lord Jesus Christ was the principality of the kingdom of the light. As though, as us who are following him. As us who have been born after him. Who are filled of the Holy Spirit. Who are born after Jesus, who are demon destroyers. Kingdom of God will fulfill us. Then also you, 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 you can grow in the spirit and you become a principality. That when you put your feet at Whitbank, the spirits in Whitbank, they get arrested. 
when you put your feet at nail's plate in Johannesburg, whatever it is, you arrive there, the spirits get arrested. You pray in your house. Hey, things begin to die in places. Spirits get to be casted out in places. Why? The principality of the light has arrived. The man of God has arrived. The woman of God has arrived. You, when you are not a nobody, as the devil can, can raise up the principality of the kingdom of the devil, God can raise us to become the principality of the kingdom of the light. Where you put your feet in a village and witchcraft sees. Have all the brooms are grounded. We can't fly. Why they can't fly? The men of God have put their feet in the, in the village. There's a man and a woman of God who's praying. I don't know. When you are an agent of the light, as you are the agent of the light, you reach a level where you do those kind of things. You arrive in place. When you are part of that family, you just begin to say, we don't die before our time and, and funerals and death cease. Why? You are the principality of the light. You are the principalities of the light. Yes, there are some people who are so wicked. Some people who are demon-possessed, like demons of Gadara, demons in this man of Gadara, who is a principality, having spiritual, territorial spirit. Some of those people, they arrive in certain place, people just begin to die. You wonder why people are dying. You wonder why things are, somebody have some stuff, accident are happening sometimes. It's because there is a principality of the kingdom of the devil. Who, when they appear, let me tell you this, as God can anoint a man, also the devil can anoint his man. Some people are anointed of the devil so that when they arrive in places they don't arrive alone. They arrive, Tokoloshis arrive. They arrive, snakes arrive. They arrive, the tools of the kingdom of the devil arrive. And the devil on that place, when they arrive, bad things physically begin to happen in, in the spirit. But also God anoint us. When you arrive in the place, principalities like this begin to be arrested. Spirits get arrested. Before you speak a word, before, you're not even talking to anybody. Jesus, the Bible doesn't say he arrived in Gadara and he was beginning to pray. He doesn't, the Bible doesn't say he was casting out demons. No! The man of God, the Lord, put his feet in Gadara. The spirits who are ruling that place were arrested. Not just one spirit, 6,000 demons in a one man. They begin to scream. Demons that nobody could ever cast out. Demons which anybody could not challenge. Dangerous demon of the place called Gadara. 
those dangerous, Amen. but when the Lord arrived, as the Lord arrived, all of them were arrested. They ah. begin to scream. Ah. I don't know what have been terrorizing your family. What have been terrorizing your career? What have been terrorizing whatever it is? As you are in the presence of God, they are all arrested. Just like that. Just like that. You can't be in the presence of God like this. And they are not arrested. If, uh, if, if they take chances and in your life, yes, they are arrested. They are in trouble. That's why the Bible says that. Verse number seven. Let us start verse number six. When he saw Jesus from a distance, he ran and fell in his knees in front of him. He shouted on top of his voice, What do you want to do with me, son of the Most High God? In God's name, hey, don't torture me. Already they are arrested. They are even crying. Oh, oh, what do you want to torment us? Why do you want to destroy us? These are the spirits in Gadara. And Jesus was saying that if you are making him to suffer, if you are causing trouble in your family, if you are causing trouble in this city, I'm here to destroy you. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Jesus was there to destroy. As the Bible says that the Son of God manifested to destroy the works of the devil. The children of God are born to destroy the works of the devil. We are anointed to be demon destroyers. We are anointed to be demon casters. Yes, actually, I'm, we are in that house today, in your house. We are in that job today. We are wherever you are. And not negotiate, but to destroy the works of the devil. In every service, when we say service has started, we are there to destroy the works of the devil. Not negotiate. Jesus was not here to negotiate. Jesus was here to destroy. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. I said the demons which were and the witches, the cockroaches, whatever it is which is of the kingdom of the devil, I say if they were tormenting your life, they are in trouble and today is their end in Jesus' name. Because those who are born after Jesus have arrived. Those who are born after Jesus, it is us. The Bible said that one day Jesus Christ sent out his disciples with uh, anointing to destroy the works of the devil. The Bible said that they went and casted out demons. And when they come back, they were excited saying, Jesus, Jesus, oh, you, I wish you were there. I wish you saw, but we were casting out demons like nobody's business. And the Bible said that Jesus said that I've given you the power to trample over snakes and scorpions. 
And Jesus said that I saw Satan falling like lightning. I saw Satan falling like lightning. Hey, after when Jesus Christ gave the power to cast out demons to his disciples, they were casting out demons. He have given us the same anointing in Jesus' name. He have given us the same power in Jesus' name. And no demon, no demon can stay in your finances, in your career, in your everything. Otherwise, any demon which will ever try will try to stay will be tormented. Will be tormented. Ah, ah. To stay in any one of our life who prays like this in the service like this is a torture. It is a... Amen. The Bible says that these spirits were even saying, Jesus, son, uh, this is Mark chapter 5, verse number 7. He shouted on top of his voice, What do you want, want with me, son of the Most High God? In God's name, don't torture me. In God's name, don't torture us. They were begging because they were arrested and they knew that Jesus has got power to do what? To torture demons. Jesus has got power to destroy the works of the devil. So are we in our days. We have been given power to destroy the works of the devil. We have been given power to torment demons. That's why any of us must not be scared of demons, must not be scared of witches, must not be scared of tokoloshes. No, we are, not the, we are not the one to be tormented. We are the tormentors. Jesus called you to be a tormentor. Jesus anointed us and called us to be demon destroyers. As Jesus saw how people were suffering, suffering in your family, suffering in your country, suffering in your village, suffering in places, and he anointed, he called us and anointed us with this anointing to destroy the devil's work so that we can be behind the devil running in front of us, not us running from the devil. We are not running from the devil. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Because greater is he that's within us than he that is in the world. Then we are anointed with the spirit of God which is greater than hey, all, the, all the demons. Remember, even when Jesus Christ was operating by this time, Casting out these demons. He was casting out demons with one spirit, which is the Holy Spirit. Casting 6,000 demonic spirits, not even one. 6,000 spirits, different demons. Jesus Christ having one Holy Ghost, casting 6,000, one man. Just to show you how powerful we are. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Jesus gave us, and he did, when, when he left, he did not go with his spirit. He gave us his spirit to cast out demons, to torment witches, 
to cast out a demonic spirit. And that's why as a child of God, we are not to be afraid of demons. We are not supposed to run away from the demons. We are not. We are not the type. You find a Christian scared of the demons is because they are not taught right. Some Christians, they were told that some demons are too powerful. Which demon? Which one? All of them, they are powerless. There is no bigger demons. There is no stronger demon. The Holy Spirit is greater. That's what the Bible says. Greater is he that's within us than he that is in the world. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Am I talking to somebody? Say fire, yeah, 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 yeah. I love the word of God. I love the word of God. I'm enjoying the word of God. I'm enjoying the word of God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Then Jesus Christ was casting out demons. He's a demon caster. And he has made also us to be demon casters. We are demon casters. As we are talking about demon casters, can we pass through the book of Mark chapter 16? The Bible said that this is Jesus. The Bible said that he said to them, Go into the world and preach the gospel to all creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe in my name. In my name they will drive out demons. And he didn't say some of the spirits. And he didn't say some of the demons. He will cast out demons in my name. On that in his name, we will cast all the demons. He didn't say some of the people have got the anointing to cast out demons. Some that no, all of us in the body of Christ, we have got the grace to cast out spirits, to cast out demons, to torment the spirits. Hallelujah. It's just that sometimes some spirits will want to find out whether you know who you are in Christ. Whether you know who you are in Christ. Whether you know what Jesus Christ has done for you. They want to see. Does this one know that you are, you are a demon caster? Does this one know that they have got a greater power? Oh, do they think that the demons are powerful? There's some people, the demons are going to torment them just because they don't know that they are powerful. Have you ever seen the, you know, like one day you will see that there is a young boy. This young boy is looking after the cattle. The bulls, big bulls, hitting them. And all those bulls are running and obeying in front of this young boy. But in essence, those bulls are more powerful and are more stronger than this small boy. Is that that they don't know? 
They don't know. The young boy is just hitting them. Hitting them, they go wherever. They even he, he that young boy will even hit that bull. It will cry. It will run. But in essence, the bulls are stronger than a young boy. So it's like that. Yes, you may find that there are some Christians who are born again. But just because they don't know who they are in Christ, they don't know what Jesus Christ has done for them, they may be still be tormented by spirits, even by witches. Witches are powerless when you are in Christ. You ought to torment them. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. You ought to be the one tormenting those spirits. You have to arrive in that village. All of them are arrested. You are you arrive in that village. <laughs> they will know that uh, the one with Jesus has arrived. The greater power has arrived. Why greater is us? Is he that's within us than he that is in the world? Hallelujah. Amen. Wow, this is wonderful. Wherever you are, I want you to begin to pray. Just begin to pray wherever you are, as you're going to be praying. Doesn't matter which spirit was trying what, was doing what. As we are praying, every spirit that was not of God will be tormented, will let your job go, let your blessing go, let your everything go, shall be tormented. Wherever you are, begin to pray. Mantoko brada sapraida. Mantarabashanto rabashanda rabayate. Mantarabashanto rabashanda laba. Rakito pashando lobozianda raba. Manta bajanto roboshanda rabayade. Manta kapashanto laba. Manta rabashanto roboshanda. Korabasota rabayade. Mando roboshanda raba. Mando roboshanta rabayanda. Mando roboshanto robo.
Jesus. Jesus. 
Then this uh, after evening, there may be someone who want to renew their vows, want to accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and their Savior. Say, Lord Jesus Christ, Lord Jesus Christ, you are my Lord. You are my Savior. Wash me with your blood. Forgive me my sins. Bless me today. Protect me from today. With your power of the Holy Spirit. From today, I am born again. I am saved. I am saved. In the name of Jesus Christ. Let us share the grace and may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Be with us all. Surely goodness and love shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever in the name of Jesus hallelujah the night of intense prayer let us be alert tomorrow or Saturday intense prayer let us be alert in those two days and tomorrow we have got our prayer and fasting and Sunday we are starting with our 10 days and we'll be planting a seed in these 10 days all of it We'll be also planting a seed. Further announcement will be announced. I want to say to us tonight, have a blessed and a wonderful night in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to say to you, bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.